0: Welcome to this week's episode of our Franchise Accelerator podcast. I'm really excited this week because I think this is a very important time for most business owners. A lot of time we forget about the fourth quarter and its importance for looking ahead. But even though we're in October, not December, there is a lot that we need to be thinking about now so we make sure that we have a great 2024. And I think one of the stats that I heard um, driving to work today, which was interesting, um, but also concerning is that over 50% of small businesses in America don't break even. And I think if we're if we're one of those people or we fear that we're one of those people and we don't even know where we are, what we really want to use these next three months is to help you have a wake-up call, to realize that. It doesn't matter what you did, right? It's fine. Like, we're not here to, to beat you up or beat anyone up for decisions that have been made. But where you are today, if your doors are open, that we wanna have is that wake up call to say, next year is gonna be different. Not I hope it's different, but next year is gonna be different. Next year, I am going to do all of the things that I know I need to do to drive my business forward, that I'm not gonna wait for a perfect economy or for things to be quiet in the world, because we know that that's never gonna be the case, but we are going to do the things we need to do to wake ourselves up and have a roadmap to 2024. And so some of the things we're going to be talking about this week, which I think are, are over the next few weeks, which are really important, are things like budgeting and forecasting and understanding my margin. I mean, you've seen a lot of things change when it comes to margin.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're continuing to change. I think when you look at whether it's food costs, maybe some things are stabilizing, some aren't. You know, labor costs, we just see where that, that hour is going, right? If yeah. It's not going to stabilize. It's not going to go down. Um, so I think as you're, you know, obviously you should be looking at your quarter one and 2024 goals right now, but I think you can't overlook these last two months, right? You're doing both at the same time. One is not more important than the other. Like you said, the wake up call is, yeah, we're planning for 2024 while we are trying to make sure we end really strong. Yes. Not putting off the to-do list, (laughs) not putting off the new menu pricing, not saying, oh, I'll do that January one.
0: Yeah. And I think having that pulse is very important right now. I mean, I think a lot of people are questioning if there's a softening or if there's you know, stuff going on in the economy. And in reality, nobody knows, right? But I think the more that you know what's going on in your business, your customer base, I mean, do are they buying the same? Are they trading down? Like, you know, what is your customer feeling about the economy? And, you know, is that changing their behavior in your business? But I think we can't just sit back and And stress about it we just need to know the answer right yeah
1: no whatever that is if it's you know operationally the things you can control in your four walls you know can you operate better can you put better food out can you do all that or if it's things you have to look macro a little bit and see you know what is everyone else doing around you I mean I think that's the biggest thing we get with our clients is well how is everyone else doing
0: yeah some are doing
1: really well some parts of the country are up in sales Uh, and they're driving things are going well and we see other whether it's different parts of the country because of weather. You know, obviously there's so many different parts, but there's not one size fits all right now on the success of operators.
0: No, exactly. And even in your town, I mean, you still have probably less competition. You have new restaurants opening. I mean, there just is a turnover happening in the industry as a whole, which is probably also impacting your sales. So I think as we start our roadmap, right, we get in our car, we're driving forward. (laughs) You know, I think that some of the things that we're gonna cover over the next few weeks are, you know first really making sure you have the right end destinations you're thinking about you know putting it in on your phone right what's that end place that you're trying to go is it to have you know three more locations is it to have another concept is it to exit in two years like the other thing that I think happens at this time of year is, like you said, we have so much between trying to end this right. year, trying to plan for next year, it becomes just this to-do this, and we're just checking the box, oh, I need a budget, I need, you know, but we're really not sitting to say, what am I going to do differently next year that gets me closer to right. that target? Well, I think
1: a lot of the times we're talking to whether it's our clients or potential clients or anyone in our industry, and everyone wants the magic bullet of success, right? Yeah. We're on calls together. Well, what can I do? And it's, there is no magic bullet. No. It's coming up with these plans, but then, like you just said, fixing things or doing things differently yeah. to make sure we get to that plan. You know, again, what's the goal? Is your goal to get back to break even? Is your goal to make it 10%? You know, all these things yeah. that kind of go where you're at right now, but then if you're doing what we did last year, it may or may not get to that if that's right. where you were. I think that's what we see a lot is, Are are, you know people want to get there, but they're not really coming up with a plan that's maybe different than they've done in the past to get there.
0: Yeah, and I think that there's some you know just changes in the business just because of having you know the last two years as disruptive as there were, they also were confusing with cash flow. You had PPP, you had ERTC, you had all these other government things, you had EIDL loans, and and you didn't know where you were going. You didn't know if it was going to be okay. And I think. Now that that's all behind us, a lot of times people are kind of going back to the way they ran their business right. pre-COVID, which isn't a bad thing, but it's almost like dusting off. Like, oh, what did I do at the end of the year? Yeah. I don't remember. I didn't have to worry about it because I had the idea last year. And, you know, whatever it was, I didn't have to worry about it because I was so overwhelmed with COVID that I couldn't think about six right. months from now or 12 months from now. But now we can, right? And and th- talk about some of the things that you... Could improve on next year, right? Like, how how could I change my outcome if I'm break even now? Yeah. Am I just always break even, or what could I do? I mean,
1: the first thing I always start with top line sales. I mean, I think that's the thing that some of you know people just get so complacent to what they've done, yeah, and they feel that they've done all they can control. And what we see is that really there's more things. Whether it's you know third party delivery apps, whether it's trying to go on some you know some catering or trying to go just reach people that you haven't reached before. And I think that's just a different philosophy of well, I always did this. Well, that may or may not be working. Is it specials during certain times? Again, we're not saying you should discount everything, but you know we see restaurants that are really successful because they do something during big sporting events, right? Yeah. Baseball, playoffs yeah. going on now, if your team's in it, it's a great thing to, if they win, maybe it's a dollar off pizza. Right, just right. getting buzz around what you're doing. Yeah. And I think sometimes people want this grand scheme to do, where. Just start with something, try and see if it works, and move on to the next. Well,
0: and that's, I think, uh, touching on also what has changed in the last few years. It's just the way that you engage with your client, uh, your customers yeah. has changed, right? More people are on social media. Is that hitting your audience? I mean, right. I think a really good test is to go in, and, you know, sit down in your restaurant and watch the customers come in and out for 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, are they regulars? Are they new people? ask them how they found you you know that would be interesting because you spend probably a significant amount of money in advertising but is that advertising really driving additional sales exactly
1: and then you know as we were on site you know last week and figuring out you know what is another section of your menu is it adding a different element if you're doing pizzas can we add some sort of slider menu you know, we still see a lot of restaurants that don't have kids menus, which we've talked about before. That there's a big influence yeah. on that, and I don't think people should underestimate what that could no. bring in sales.
0: Free Sunday, right? It could whatever <laughs> you right? get our business, I kids. Yeah, and
1: I think people don't think about yeah, that when so they says who's deciding where you go out to eat tonight. And I, <laughs> so you're not only adding the eight or nine dollars you're selling yeah. for a kids meal. Um, So I think there's just things like that on a top line side. side. But you know, once we do all that and figure it out, then it's controlling, right, our costs. And really honing down on, all right, if we can really believe we can do these sales, what does it look like when we run this labor, when we run this food cost, and what we run with our normal expenses? Right. That's our starting point.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's also a really important element of the roadmap and just the wake up call to say, next year doesn't have to be this year good or bad, right? Like, yeah. could, if this year was great, great. Well, next year doesn't <laughs> have to together. be this, it could be better, right? Like, yeah. we don't have to, you know, ha- replicate this year at either side. But I think the other part of that is, I think one thing that people struggle with now is even believing the budget, right? right. You've just been knocked down, you've just been, you know, thrown through a washer <laughs> right. cycle of just like spitting around. And you probably end up in an okay place, right? If you look back at March 2020, I think you would have been Okay, if you knew you were going to get to where you are right now, right? There were some things you wish you did differently, but all in all, right, like you got to today, you're still open, you're still operating, that's awesome. But, you know, now it's really hard sometimes to believe a 12-month projection that shows Robin, right?
1: And it changes. I mean, I think you know it changes, and I think the big thing that we really work on with you know, with budgets is make sure that everyone on your team understands the budget. Because if you're yes. the owner and you have a budget, but no one else ever yes. sees it, it's it's not really a living, reading document. You know, in, in corporate America, your your lowest manager needs to understand yes. that this is what our goal is on food costs, this is what our goal labor costs, yeah. this is how much we have to spend. So I think as we're translating that to independent restaurants, franchise yes. groups, everyone on your team needs to understand what that budget looks like, so.
0: Well, exactly, and I think remembering, like you said, like, you know whether you get there or not communicating to your team this is my target this is what I want to happen I mean that also gives people you know a sense of comfort right to know that like you've thought about your budget so it's not a bad thing I think a lot of times independence you know or independent owners or you own multi, whatever it is, I think it's hard to look at the bottom line and drive to that because, you know, again, it's greedy or profits or, right. you know, I want everyone and all that's fine. But I think there is an element of making your team feel comfortable to say, here's our target. This is our expectation and we're, we're going to get there. And buy
1: I mean, I said even at big companies, I mean, typically even at a restaurant level, you have a chance to to look at that budget before you go into that year saying that looks fair or not. No, they might not care what your answer is, (laughs) but you have a little chance to look at it. And I think the same thing as you have your teams now is, well, is there anything that you're seeing on my budget or, you know, that you created that just doesn't work? And I think that's a great time to kind of get that buy-in saying, all right, we can commit that this is what we're going to shoot for. Obviously, things come up, but at least we all can agree that, all right, if we do these sales. Right. And these... Pricing stays the same. Yeah. We should be able to produce this way.
0: Exactly, and I think that's the other part of you know really sharing it with the team is you know letting it known that it's okay if you miss too. Right? right. I think what we also don't want it to be is just this other to do list. Or it's like, oh, the budget. You know, it's just <laughs> right. it's part of what you're doing. Right. This yeah. is my target. If I hit this sales, I hope this is the bottom line. If it's not, hey, that's okay. We're gonna change it. Right. We're gonna work on it. We're gonna learn from it. But you know, I think a lot of times we see the budget as either it's an afterthought or it's something that some right. people know, some people don't. And I really encourage you, I think you have to really make it something that's talked about right. frequently and really is in line with everything else that you're doing.
1: It almost becomes like a mini development plan. Yeah. You know, For me, it was always, well, if we do these sales, this is where we're at. Yeah. Well, what if we don't do these sales. Right. I think that's the part we always miss is You know good or bad up in sales well if we're up in sales i don't want you to use the same amount of labor dollars i want you to use more because we have more sales or if we're down in sales well we can't spend all that on a smaller order because that we only projected that dollar number off of if we do these sales so i think it becomes ongoing development for the team on the philosophy of
0: right and i think the other part of that is you know, again, as we start on our roadmap, then, you know, expanding upon, you know, that's where you're going to find the things that you can do better. Right. right. And I think a lot of times, too, right now we hear, well, I can't even think about next year because I don't have a labor staff that I trust or that works right. well or I have a bad management team or I can't afford my management team. Like There seems yeah. to be so much uncertainty with labor right now. It is. That it is. I mean, that
1: it is. And I think we, we've talked about, we, we you know, there might be ways to organizationally change to shift. You know, do you, you know, if you're the owner and you're hands on, do you need a general manager? Maybe maybe not, I don't know yeah. if there's a right answer, or again, what could your team look like? Right. Is it an hourly shift lead? Is it this, you know, with technology, does that eliminate the need for yeah. maybe some manager because it's quicker to do schedules? There are all these things yeah. that go into it, um, but we're just seeing it changing, and there's no right or wrong answer to how you're running it. I think a lot of it goes based upon your sales, and that's yeah. what we have noticed that, let just say you're not doing the sales you were doing three years ago. Well, your management structure really can't be the same. That's the biggest change. Or, hey, if catering has grown and to-go has grown, maybe it is an extra manager because nice of that. So it's not more or less, it's just knowing what you need to operate what you're doing right now.
0: I agree. And I think also really looking at, you know, your support staff, I mean, that's gotten more expensive. So just making sure that you can sustain the overhead and not that you don't need it, but just being creative and finding a way to make sure that it isn't your overhead or your sports staff dragging you down and that you are utilizing technology and being open to being more efficient and just making sure that you're still getting the results but it might be With a little more technology, a little shifting of jobs, but at the end of the day, that's where I think the budgeting is so important. Because if you really look at, you know, yes, the monthly is a great view, and I think you do a great job building them out. You know, here's January through December, all the detail. But if you really look at the full year and look at that dollar amount for labor, I mean, even one or two percentage point reduction can make a big difference. And that's what
1: we're seeing. As it, you know, it's, sometimes it's really eye-opening when you look at it like that. When you're not just looking at a month or a week, but when you project out, yeah. you know, I was on a call yesterday and we're doing the food costs. Same thing. And, you know, it, it just, it's, it's amazing what a 2% or 3% change yeah. could be on a food cost or labor to project that, you know, you could go from being not profitable to having a really good year. And, and, and again, maybe some of those changes can just be internal philosophy, of when we right. bring people in. We're not telling you to lay off after staff. We're just saying that you know maybe you have a new prep technology system, so it's allowing your prep team to be more efficient. Yes. Well, then maybe you don't need as many prep hours because that person is right. more efficient on their prep list. Right. Um, and maybe they're doing something else. So, Again, that person might still get their forty hours. Right. But maybe it's it's coming in a different way, and again, all across the year, maybe it's your didn't have to hire the extra part time person right. or so
0: yeah and that's where I think you know as the owner as you know the one leading the team I mean I just think it's such an important time to just wake up to the thought of it doesn't have to be the same but I there are things I have to do right and I have to know where I am I have to know my trends and I really have to know where I want to go and I think that's Also, the part that we kind of avoid. You know, I mean, if you're really thinking that you want to be out of this industry in three years, so you want to sell, I mean, there is definite list of things that you need to look at right now because remember your tax returns are backwards if you're selling in three three years that means the next two years those tax returns are very important so we need to make sure that it shows the margins you're capable of because no one especially after covid right maybe before covid there were people who would oh let's just go buy a restaurant and like yeah it has potential i love the location like it's great Now, I mean, the people who are buying are looking for deals and they are undervaluing across the board because as a restaurant owner, they can say, well, you know, what happens if there's the next COVID? Like, why am I going to invest in your business? And so you as the seller, not that you can't, but you have to be able to show a very good story for your business, which is where profit is not the bad word, no, <laughs> right? Totally. You have to show profit or they are not going to buy your business. Yeah, they want
1: structure. They want yeah. a management team maybe in place or right? recipe cards or all these systems in your restaurant built in. We've thought it before, that's why they're buying your restaurant. Right. If they wanted to put all this time in themselves to do all that, they right. would do it. Right. But they're saving time, so again, less, you're, you're not performing it gets in the deal from a buyer it's great you know you can go in and do better than that person but from a seller that's not really a great place for you to be in because no. you're losing a lot of money off that all that sale because they're not valuing what you have accomplished
0: right which is where it really is important to look beyond next year because right. if you're thinking of selling next year it's almost too late right like you really not that you won't be able to sell or anything like that but to be strategic it really has to be a larger Path, right it has to be a three-year plan and whatever it is whether it's growth whether it's you know new location better operations I want to improve my bottom line you know just taking the time for a couple of minutes to think about you know your why why am I really doing this what am I pushing to do what would make this better but you know this next few months, it's just critical that we get all on the same page. So this is the first of our roadmap series. But what we're really going to do is walk you through all of the elements that we think are important to building your roadmap. But I think the place to start for everyone after listening to this week's episode is to really challenge yourself to go to three years. It's easy to go to one year. So going, oh, I'm gonna improve by 10%, my sales gonna be higher, whatever. It's harder when you go to three, yeah. right? And there's a lot more uncertainty, especially <laughs> yes. after COVID, because again, when we're sitting in January 2020, it probably would have been easier than now, yeah. but we can't let that get in our way, right? Like, can't worry about what goes around around us. Fundamentally, it's your question to answer with your why and where you want to see this go. And with that answer, we can build a much better roadmap. So thank you for joining us on this week's episode, and we look forward to you joining our next few as we build your roadmap for 2024.